You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. NFL Wild Card Weekend, if we can still call it a weekend, it's a wrap. The Dallas Cowboys advance to take on the 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're done, they go home. Some of these guys might be home permanently. The final score, it was an ass whooping, 31 to 14. The Dallas Cowboys will now take on the San Francisco 49ers, the team that eliminated them from the playoffs last season. That game will go down Sunday afternoon. Dak Prescott, four touchdowns. Tom Brady had to throw the ball 66 times just to stay alive in this game and it it was it wasn't competitive not not by any stretch of the imagination this is this is just sad and I I guess if you have to look at the one negative here for the Dallas Cowboys their kicker uh Brett Ma Shep how you say this man's name is it Maher I'm pretty sure it's Maher it it it, it might be uh, he's lucky they got advanced because they wouldn't have been cut yeah Yeah, he's a bum here he missed four extra point attempts. Four. Four. I I don't ever think I've seen a guy miss like two or three in a game. He missed four. And so obviously there's something going on in between his ears. Uh, that is the, the biggest negative tonight in the game for the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, while they were, were trying to come back, the game was pretty much a, a wrap. Uh, Russell Gage was was kind of clotheslined in the head-neck area, and he had to be carted off the field. Uh, the game was delayed for about 15 minutes. He was hit, clotheslined, and he was down there for, like I said, about 15 minutes. Uh, you know, all the best to, to, to Russell Gage. We don't have full word yet uh, on his status, uh, but he he couldn't get up. And so we don't know, it's certainly a neck injury, but we don't know the full extent yet. Obviously, there's a lot to unpack here. We're going to have plenty of time this week to discuss and talk about the the 49ers and the Cowboys game. Uh, But the biggest story that, that we will hear about in the immediate future is in the next couple of days, the next 24 hours, is the status of Tom Brady. This was the the second worst playoff loss of his career. He completed 35 of 66 passes, 351 yards, uh, two touchdowns late, 
and he threw an interception early uh, in the red zone. And this was bad. All things considered, when Tom Brady walked off of the field, uh, he tipped his cap, he kissed his parents, and he actually just spoke uh, to the media. And in what I believe is his his last game, you know, he he expressed a a lot of gratitude. Uh, just take a listen to Tom Brady from minutes ago. This feels like the end of the season. So. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort. You know, I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job. And I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support and um, you know hopefully um you know i love this organization it's a great place to be and thank you everybody for welcoming me our regulars and um just very grateful for respect and and i uh, hope i gave the same thing back to you guys so thank you very much yeah he's he sounds done to me at least in in tampa why the hell would tom brady stay there's no reason for this man to stick around in there He's going to think about whether or not he wants to play football. I don't know if he wants to go to Miami. It seems like Miami will want to stick with Tua unless Tom Brady wants to go. And then you obviously have the Raiders, and that might be a good spot, but the Raiders are always just dysfunctional. Like Tom Brady goes, and are they able to turn things around? Is Tom Brady uh, the savior for the Raiders as he was for the, the Buccaneers winning a Super Bowl on the first go-round, and, and, and as Shep, you mentioned this when the game concluded, as Tom Brady jogged off, he wasn't the, hey, damn it, we just lost, let's be miserable, let's be angry. He was just kind of reflective, like, oh, well, we knew this was coming, and it's over. This was Tom Brady's first losing record in his career as a starter. The Buccaneers in this playoffs, they got in with a record of 8-9. and nine. This is the fewest points per game that Tom Brady has scored on a team in his career. They only mustered 18 points a game. No big shock tonight that they were only able to put up 14 on the board. Whether it's injuries to his offensive weapons, surprisingly Julio Jones did play tonight. He caught a touchdown. This was the second worst playoff loss of his career, and this was the fourth time in Tom Brady's career that he has gone to the playoffs and been eliminated after one game. So we have no idea what is coming next. We know that the Dallas Cowboys, that they are moving on, as I mentioned, Sunday. They're going to go out there and take on the 49ers. And Dak Prescott, uh, someone who's been you know, beaten to a pulp by a lot of folks. He, he threw a lot of interceptions this season. He can give you four touchdowns, and he can give you three interceptions or two of them tonight. No resistance from the Buccaneers. Dak Prescott throws for 305 yards. He has four touchdowns. He completed 25 of 33 passes. Dak Prescott was out there just just practicing all by himself. A matter of fact, Dak gets beat up so damn much Let's listen to some of these scores. Didn't take much. This is Dak out there connecting with Dalton Schultz, a 22-yard score early in the first quarter. Take a listen. Prescott in the gun, back to throw. Well protected, going to the end zone. Schultz at the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. 
It's the Miller Lite first touchdown of the game, and the Cowboys have the game's first lead. And then their kicker missed the extra point. Dak Prescott came back in the second quarter. This time, right at the one-yard line. Makes the score 12 to nothing. Listen to this. Pollard's come into the lineup. It's fourth and goal. They're going to pass up the three. What they're going to do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion left to right. Inside a play action. Bootleg of the left. Prescott all the way. Runs it in for the touchdown. And he's fired up. And their kicker missed the second extra point. Dak Prescott comes back again. He says, I'm not just going to run. I'm going to throw it to Schultz again in the second quarter. Listen to this. Prescott on second and four at the Tampa 11 with a 12-0 lead as the first half is ticking toward an end. Empty gun. Second down, snap back. Well protected. Now he escapes out to his left. Good block, Tyler Smith. Pumps, throws it in the end zone. Caught, touchdown, Dalton Schultz for the second time tonight. The kicker missed the extra point again. And then we went to the third quarter. And this time, Dak Prescott, he found uh, Michael Gallup. From the three, and Prescott's going to throw it in the left side of the end zone. And it's Gallup behind the defender. Touchdown. Touchdown, Cowboys. Hey, Shep, you know what happened after this, right? Uh, Is that a a trick question? With the kicker? You know what happened, right? Ah, uh, unfortunately, I do, along with all of Cowboy Nation, as yourself, the JR, yes. Do you want to hear it? The, well, yeah, let's hear what happened with the kicker. Why not? Come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. You can do it. Here's the snap. It's good. The extra point kick is up. It kicked off the right upright and went out. <laughs> he missed again. Oh, my God. I said this during the game. Could you? Can you fire? So you could bench him. Everybody, <laughs> Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott is cussing the guy out, and under his breath, his teammates are on the bench. They're incredulous. They're like, "What is this guy doing? You got one job. You can't make an extra point." The Dallas Cowboys were in a position to to kick a field goal. And they said, screw the field goal. This guy can't even kick an extra point. Dak Prescott went out there and threw another touchdown. How about the was, was C.D. Lamb? Listen to this, C.D. Lamb. They're going to go for fourth and four at the 18. I don't feel too great about this, but you, let's go. You think they're pulling him offside maybe? Maybe. Possibly? Nope, they're going to run a play. Fourth and four, back to throw it out to the left, all alone. Caught at the two, and a walk-in touchdown for C.D. Lamb. How did you not cover the second team all pro? You want to know what ironically happened after that? Do you want to hear the make? Yeah, let's hear it. We got it. He, he missed four point after attempts. We got to give him a little bit of credit. Let's hear him uh, make a kick for once. Here's Maher for the extra point. The kick's away. The kick is perfect. Maher lives again. <laughs> 10-13 left in the game, and the Cowboys lead Tampa Bay 31-6. Yeah, his teammates congratulated him after that point after attempt. They congratulated him with uh, with pity. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 congratulations. They patted him on the back like he was a loser, because he is. 
And he's the guy who's walking around tonight feeling good because this game didn't come down to those those four points that he left on the board. This wasn't a field goal game. This wasn't a touchdown game. The points did not cost them because Dallas absolutely dominated this game. Dominated. 31-14. to 14. Are they going to put up 31 points against the San Francisco 49ers? Probably not. We can take a look at Nick Bosa and think that he is going to be up in the face of Dak Prescott, who was only sacked one time tonight. But this was just sad from the get-go. There was no no rushing attack. There was no, or there were no rushing attempts by Tampa tonight. Only 12 rushes for 52 yards. This was all about trying to stay alive. And so Tom Brady, as I mentioned, had to throw the ball 66 times. 66 times Tom Brady had to throw the ball. This was five total touchdowns for the Dallas Cowboys. It's the most in a game in Dallas Cowboys postseason history. Five total touchdowns. Unfortunately, their their kicker could not contribute as he was just complete ass. And if there was a circumstance of cutting anybody, you could cut him mid-game. And so that will definitely be a storyline heading into the next game. How much do you trust your kicker? Was it just the yips tonight? Were his shoes too tight? Uh, did somebody, uh, you know, stick him with a voodoo doll? Is it like, like, what happens? Now, I'm not no NFL kicker. I've never kicked a field goal in my damn life. I just know you're not supposed to be out there missing chip shots to, to, to put a, a point up on the board. And so if you want to find a negative, if you want to find the downside, look at the Dallas Cowboys kicker. Because taking on the 49ers, you are going to need every single point. It's pretty bad tonight. Dak Prescott is, is speaking to the media right now. Uh, we'll share that with you when he finishes up. Uh, Tom Brady has finished up his media session. And you already heard from sad Tom Brady uh, thanking everyone in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization, likely finished with the Bucs, I believe. Of course, this question was going to come. Minutes ago, Tom Brady was asked, man, the hell are you going to do next? This is what Brady had to say. What is your process from here when you start to think about what you want to do next? Because obviously it's going to be huge speculation. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And then... Uh, or you, know, you want to figure stuff out. I mean, I would suppose. No, I'm not. You know, I, this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah. It's just be one day at a time. Yeah, that's all you can do, right? One day at a time. And now how we live life, you can only go ahead and do one day at a time. Can't do two, can't do three. It seems like life will hit the fast-forward button and and get you there, but you can only go one day at a time. And so I'm sure Tom Brady, he's going to go home to his giant house. I don't know who's there. And he's probably going to get a – what was that stuff that he drank at the Super Bowl? I like the I don't know who's there comment, by the way. No, I don't know who's there (laughs) in his house. I don't know. You think Tom – is he going home alone? I don't know. Oh, is he going to pull an Aaron Rodgers and have celebrity guests is what you're alluding to? I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know who's in his house. 
I'm sure it's a gigantic house. I don't know who's there. But anyway, he's probably going to have some of that, uh, what, was it avocado tequila he had? Avocado ice cream. No, no, but when he got drunk, remember he got drunk at the Super Bowl when they won? Right, and then he had to be like helped by Blank Gabbard, and it was a, right. it was a whole scene, and he didn't have the mask on at the time, and that was controversial. I do remember that, yes. Well, I don't remember the mask part. Yeah, because at the time, people were very sensitive about what was going on in this country, and, and he was suppo- and everyone else had a mask, but it seemed like Tom Brady. At the parade? So when they got off the boat, remember, remember like the Super Bowl toss? Yeah, I remember right. Tom Brady was drunk. Yes. I remember Tom Brady threw the trophy. Right. And he needed to be helped away. That's all I remember from the parade. But it was else. also very controversial at the time because there was a mask mandate. Outside? Yes. I don't remember that. I do. Oh, well. Whatever this, it was you, strongly suggested that you wear a mask back then. And it was obviously, uh, you know, during the holiday. It was right after the holidays. We're talking February 2021. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. Right. I just remember him being drunk. Oh, he was. Whatever he drunk that night, he's gonna drink tonight, and he's gonna wallow in. Uh, I don't know. On behalf of Tom Brady, when I get off the of air, I'm gonna have. Well, I don't have none of that crap that he drank. So when I get home, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a drink in honor of Tom Brady. How about this? Tonight, this season, Tom Brady's a loser. He's the greatest of all time, but right now, tonight, he's a loser. I don't think we've seen the last of him. I, I don't think anybody would be stupid enough to really go out on a limb and, and, and say, oh, he's going to quit. Oh, he's guaranteed to come back. You don't know. Whenever he leaves, he leaves. He, he retired for a month and a half last year, and then he came back, and he had a crap season. If there's one thing that I do believe, is that Tom Brady is done here with the Bucks? Where he goes next, I don't know. Maybe he stays in that big old house. But there is a Tom Brady movie coming out, so we haven't seen the last of Tom Brady this year, but certainly on the football field. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. Uh, Dak Prescott is still speaking to the media. We'll hear from the Dallas Cowboys and Dak. But right when we come back, we'll talk to you as the Dallas Cowboys knock off and eliminate the Buccaneers from the postseason. The final score, 31-14. to More when we come back here. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, Majama. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. We know the Dallas Cowboys beat Tampa Bay 31 to 14. I'm going to get to your calls momentarily. At the end of the game, one thing that did take place, which was uh, absolutely awful. We did see Russell Gage uh, basically catch a, a clothesline to the neck. And he went down, 
he was trying to get up. Unfortunately, he could not. Uh, he was kind of hit, not kind of hit, he was hit uh, by Donovan Wilson of the Dallas Cowboys, and the game was delayed for about 15 minutes after he, he needed to be carted off of the field. It was just a, a terrible thing to watch, looking at his neck seem, seemingly be dislodged in a way that it's not supposed to go. Uh, Todd Bowles did give an update uh, when he spoke to the media after the game, and Russell Gage was taken to the hospital, uh, it's noted that he did suffer a concussion and he is being evaluated for a neck injury. He has movement in his extremities, uh, which is certainly a, a positive note. And I ain't no doctor. Uh, I cannot diagnose him. I know he is being evaluated for a neck injury. That man had a neck injury because there is no way in hell over the next couple of days or maybe weeks or a week that he is not going to feel pain in his neck, your, your neck is not supposed to move that way. It was uh, just a, a terrible thing to watch. So it's good that he has uh, movement in his extremities and that, uh, you know, he can move. That's that's a positive. All the best to Russell Gage, a former Falcon, in his recovery. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Andrew. He's calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, man? First, I want to say start off by saying prayers up for Russell Gage. You know, it's unfortunate. But uh, to get back onto the game, I'm a Cowboys fan, and our kicker, man, he's he's been money all year. And so, and so you can't you can't bench him. You know, people are screaming for his job. You can't bench him after a bad game. It's like a quarterback who throws four picks in a game. You're not going to bench Trevor Lawrence because y'all still got the dub. So we just need to get back, let him get up get up out his head we pick them up for that game like a team does and keep it moving and then the next thing i want to say is purdy reminds me of rookie season Dak. you know like got a good team around him don't give up the cookies and today reminded me of with Dak prescott reminded me of a rookie season Dak, but who was more confident and on so if that Dak could show up next week then i think i think we got some money as long as we, as we don't get too cute Try to try to force things. Just let the game come to us. Who knows? Even if we're down ten to zero, just remember we got some pieces and we can make it happen. I'll take okay. your word and your answer off the air. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Andrew, for calling from California. They're going from playing Tampa Bay, where Dak Prescott threw four touchdowns tonight. They're going to take on arguably the best defense in the league. Do I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to walk into Santa Clara and put up 31 points? I don't think so. That would be highly impressive if they put up that many points uh, on, on the Niners. I, I, I don't see it. It's going to be a tough victory. Uh, Tampa Bay, let's be real. They were, they were a bad, bad team. All things considered, in a normal division, one that doesn't suck, which the NFC South does, Falcons, eh, bad. Uh, Panthers, eh, bad. Saints, bad. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers just happen to be the, the best of the worst. And so the Dallas Cowboys did what they were supposed to do, and they beat Tampa. Sure, there were a lot of talks about Oh, Dallas Cowboys stink in the playoffs. Oh, Dallas Cowboys on the road. Oh, Dallas Cowboys always choke. They whooped that ass tonight. They did. 
It ain't going to be easy against the Niners. Tom Brady, a matter of fact, when he just spoke to the media a few minutes ago, uh, he talked about this season and just how difficult it was and their performance tonight, which was reminiscent of many games where the offense was just just flat. Listen to Brady tell you about it. You know, we lost tonight. It was, it's a team sport, so never considered any individual things like that. You know, obviously we came up short as a team, and that's really all that matters. That's all I've really cared about was team success and you know, how well we did as a team and how well we performed under pressure, and tonight was obviously not one of our best nights. Not at all. In Tom Brady's career, this was his first loss against the Dallas Cowboys. Prior to tonight, uh, Tom Brady was 7-0 and against this team. And things didn't start off great for him as well. Uh, he threw a red zone interception early on in the game, and this was the first time he's done that as a buck. It's 341 pass attempts in the red zone for Tom Brady over the past three years here with the Buccaneers. And tonight, he delivered one of those passes to the wrong damn guy. That took place in the second quarter, a matter of fact. Uh, listen to this call right here. In the shotgun, Brady with a play fake, and he throws it in the end zone. And it is intercepted in the back of the end zone. Picked off by J. Ron Kirsch on a ball that went a little too high of the target. Yeah. Shout-outs to uh, the Cowboys radio network for hooking us up all throughout the game. I just told you about Todd Bowles giving an update on Russell Gage. I verbally told you what the update was. Uh, don't take my word for it. This is Todd Bowles giving us an update. At the hospital right now, he has a concussion. They're also testing for potential neck injuries. Do you know if he has movement in his extremities? His fingers were moving when he was down there. I don't know about the rest. Yeah. We got a little more of an update. He does have movement in his extremities. So all the best to, to Russell Gage. In his recovery. 855-212-4CBS. Sean is here from Nebraska. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, how you doing, JR? I'm very well, man. What's on your mind? Oh, I got to agree with the last caller to the point they need to uh, give this guy a little bit of slack. I mean, he's got to feel like Ray Finkel right now, you know. But Looking at his stats from this year, you know, 90.6%, that's not good enough. And his extra points are 94.3%. That's not going to cut it against my 49ers. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to look at a stat to know that this guy sucks right now. And you have no idea. I'm, 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 I'm saying it jokingly that you need to put his ass down on the bench. Uh, but this is the Dallas Cowboys. This is Jerry Jones. Uh, I think if anyone watched the game, you, you saw the reaction of Jerry Jones up in the, the booth. I, I don't know what's going to happen. You can put him out there, and next week he could make every extra point imaginable. Or he can go out there and encrap the bed again. And we all know if he does go out there and crap the bed, the next question will be, well, why didn't the Dallas Cowboys uh, do something else? Why didn't they send Dak to go out there and kick the ball? So we don't know what's going to happen. If he plays next week, this is going to be a, a major sticking point in the storyline of the game. Uh, God bless him for making the final extra point attempt uh, that, ha that he had an opportunity for. Uh, it's, yes, sir. It's, it's going to be a storyline going into next week without a shadow of a doubt. None. 
855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side. Dak Prescott just finished speaking to the media. We're going to share some of that audio with you on the other side of the break. I'm going to pick up the phone lines and get to more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, first time caller, love your show. You have a very, very good common sense and analytical way to how you put your stuff out there. Appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. I wonder what common sense the Dallas Cowboys are going to use against the 49ers on Sunday, specifically as it relates to their kicker. Brett Maher, Maher, it don't matter what his name is. I'm not going to know the guy's name until he actually can make a kick. Oh, I'm sorry, he did make one. One extra point attempt out of five tries. So much so that Dak Prescott was on the sidelines screaming, he's go for two, why the hell are we still kicking the ball and this guy's missing? And I don't care what his percentages look like. He could have made 99, he could have made 100% of his extra point attempts. He could have made 100% of them this year. But who cares when you're in the playoffs? What does that have to do with what he did in the regular season? I don't, uh, Michael Jordan could have nailed, I don't know, 99% of his free throws in the regular season in 1998 he couldn't he could have nailed 99% of them but if Michael Jordan went to the NBA finals and all of a sudden he was one for 10 from the line I'd be like my god what's what's wrong with him this was the only blemish tonight for the Dallas Cowboys in their victory 31 to 14 over Tampa Bay Tampa Bay goes home Tom Brady God knows what he does we know the Dallas Cowboys are going to take on the 49ers on Sunday and Mike McCarthy and this is ridiculous oh is Mike McCarthy gonna get fired is he gonna stick around Mike McCarthy spoke to the media a few minutes ago and he was cool with what took place on offense and defense listen to this to a man everybody was a great confidence in what we needed to do tonight and I, I thought you know offense and defense played you know at a very high level uh this evening challenged us in the box and we were still able to stay committed to the run game and grind it out and defensively I, I just thought we you know we were all over them as soon as we got off the bus I mean I, I just thought our defense set to really set the tempo for the game um, for a couple three and outs there to start the game and um, just did a great job yeah Tom Brady was was picked off in the end zone in the second quarter uh, Tom Brady at the end of the game oh my god he was only sacked twice but Tom Brady took some hits. See, he was just folded up out there uh, on that field. He took some hits that you typically do not see uh, Tom Brady take. He was he was beat up. And Mike McCarthy is is typically beat up. And I think part of that is, is because of his own owner. You know, Jerry Jones has certainly taken an approach off and on over the past year of, yeah, Mike is our head coach now. 
It doesn't mean he's going to be our head coach forever. Who is the head coach forever? Nobody. And so Mike McCarthy hasn't necessarily always gotten a, a vote of confidence. Uh, but you have to give him some credit here for picking off or picking up a playoff victory. It was always peculiar to me outside of Jerry Jones, you know, when people want to question who and what he is. Uh, did he have an opportunity to coach Aaron Rodgers for many years? Yes. Is that going to help any coach? Yes. But he, he's not exactly a scrub. Dak Prescott spoke to the media as well. And even though he even started himself off missing a couple of passes early, um, he says, yeah, we, we got this. It's all about staying calm. Just knowing uh, what, what this group's capable of doing, um, not getting uh, frustrated with them. Um, and, and I can't say that I didn't do that last week. Uh, that was a little bit of frustration. But this week, uh, knowing that uh, I couldn't allow that to get in my head, I couldn't allow uh, me to change the way that I played this game. I obviously credit the defense for, as I said, getting us the ball right back after those two possessions um, and just <clears throat> told the offense in the, in the huddle, hey, we get one first down and this thing's going to roll. And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, we just got to continue to do that. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to New Orleans and talk to Tommy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, what's up, my brother? How you man tonight, man? I'm excellent, man. What's on your mind? Good, good. Hey, I'm calling to defend uh, the Dallas kicker a little bit. Um, what was the final score of the game, JR? 31-14, 30, 30, whatever, 31-14? 31-14. Yeah, so you take the, the – how, how many extra points did he miss? Five, four. four. So you take that away, it's 27-14, right? The kid had a bad night, right? And you're telling me Dak Prescott never had a bad night or Mike McCarthy never had a bad night. Roll off of this kid, man. I don't like, – what was his percentages during the year? He, maybe, maybe that moment got to him. And what are the Cowboys going to do? And it would be so Dallas to do this, right? Just switch kickers in the middle of a freaking Super Bowl run. You're staring right in, right in the sights, right? And you're going to switch this kid out because he had a bad night? I don't know. That's, that's just my opinion. Um, uh, I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I, I think y'all need to roll off of the guy. That's all I need to say. We roll off of what? Off of the, off of the kicker. I mean, just, you know. just Well, I keep, get, I get put, that, but put, what, put roll off of up, what? He, I mean, he, had a, he, he had a bad so, night. Don't, don't be calling for his head and saying, you know, he needs to be cut or, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, give him another shot. Jesus. Well, you, you you don't think it's reasonable? Well, here's 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 some here's some simple here's something simple. I I don't know what there is to roll off of it. Here's here's the deal. You ready? So, Jay, all I'm telling is, is when I say roll off it, like like right. quit you know quit bashing him or whatever. Just yeah, he well, had a bad well, but night. Slow, well, well, let me ask you this: who's who's bashing him? He sucked tonight. He did, but that doesn't mean he needs to be let go or find another job or whatever. I mean, oh, good no, Lord. It is, it is 100% reasonable to think about the next game. His job is supposed to be, and it's a pressure-filled job. He's not the quarterback. Everybody has a bad game. People have bad days. But when you have one job for the football team, and this is supposed to be the easiest thing that you do. And you unusually missed four of them. It is more than reasonable for every single person watching the game to go, how the hell is this going to affect him next game? Because it's not I, just I, having. I agree. But hold on, Tommy. It's not just having a bad game. It's not. 
we have seen players who miss chip shots in big moments that carry on to the next game. You could be Chuck Knobloch with the New York Yankees who could not turn a double play and cost the Yankees some games because he couldn't throw the ball to first, okay? You can right, be right. you can but be I'm just saying well, slow down, Tommy. No, game. I think no but, Tommy. I don't it's think not you can throw the guy Okay, Tommy's on hold. We can't hear him. We know the guy had a bad game. What we all know and understand about anybody is that you have the yips. And if the Dallas Cowboys are capable of going to the playoffs, or excuse me, going to the Super Bowl, which they are, it'd be a hell of a way to go down because the kicker has the yips and cannot make an extra point. I don't think anybody is overly killing this guy. Like, what are people supposed to say? Oh, he'll, he, he got it the next game. He, he only had a bad game. This isn't Dak Prescott, you know, throwing two interceptions and having to come back and bounce back because he had two pick sixes. We know that he can throw two picks and he can come back and have a four-touchdown game. We know that. Ain't no damn guarantee here with the kicker. He can have a bad game. But it's legitimate to, to, to be concerned that the yips will continue on to the next one. This isn't Dak with two interceptions. This isn't, I don't know, LeBron James or Jason Tatum going, uh, you know, 5 of 21 where you go, oh, they'll get it the next time. There's a reason it's an extra point. It's close, right? Supposed to be a gimme. There's a reason why when a guy takes a free throw, you, you expect someone who knocks them down consistently to, 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 to kill him. JR, it's what we associate with to this day, as great of a career as he had. When you think of Nick Anderson, who was a oh very God. good free throw shooter, that's what we come up with. We come yeah. up with the bricks in the NBA Finals in Game 1, which changed the trajectory of both respective franchises, and it cost the Magic the series. Yeah, it's yeah. Shout outs to uh, to Houston. Look, it's a chip shot. It's not. It's not a bad game. Okay, it's not. And anyone who looks at the kicker and says, "How is he going to perform the next game?" Look, he might go into the next game and he might have five more opportunities for an extra point, and he might knock or drill all five in, or. He might succumb to the pressure the same way he did tonight, and he might go one for five. What is Jerry Jones going to do? Jerry Jones and Cowboys fans will lose their you-know-what if the kicker can't make an extra point. It's reasonable. What are we, don't, don't kill the kicker. He had a bad game. you damn right he did. But it's certainly questionable whether or not he does it again. Don't don't kill the kicker. He had a bad game. No, no blank. He had a bad game. Let's lay off the kicker. What, what are we supposed? What am I supposed to do? I'm only telling you the truth. He sucked tonight, and he might suck the next game, or he might be perfectly fine. It's not like necessarily he's a whole ass bum out here. He knocked down ninety four percent of his extra point attempts this year. His longest field goal was 60 yards. 
He hit 90% of his field goal attempts. Good for him. I'm looking at this right now. He hit 50 of 53 extra point attempts. Good. He missed three all season. Three. Tonight, he missed four. Hell is his problem? Don't kill the kicker. I mean, what are we doing? He sucked tonight. It's all in between his ears. He missed one, and then he missed three more. 855-212-4CBS. Skip is calling from Baltimore. What's up, Skip? Hey, GR. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was really excited with the Ravens' uh, attempt at last night's victory. Unfortunately, the red zone proved to be fatal. But uh, I'm proud of them. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. My uh, concern, though, is, and I'm not sure if this is a team issue or a doctor or a medical issue or the player's individual issue, as to why Lamar did not attend the game. And I think that could have possibly been huge for moral support. Um, I don't know what your take is on that. I don't know if that's a league rule, but I'd like to hear your put on that. And thank you for my call. No doubt, Skip. Thank you for calling from Baltimore. So, as far as as I know, I, I don't think Lamar, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he's attended any of the games. And if you take Lamar for his word, which I, I guess at this point a lot of people are not, he has no stability in his knee. Why would he be on the bench? Why would he be in the bench area? I think that's reasonable. Or you might take the approach of, well, he wouldn't have to be on the bench. He could be upstairs and a sweep. Uh, he can break things down for the team. I, I'm not going to kill the guy for not being at the game. Uh, I don't think it matters. Like, you're a professional. If you know Lamar isn't playing, then go out there and bust ass. Whether he's sitting at home watching the game on his couch or whether he's upstairs in a suite, I, I don't think it, it would make a difference. So it, people are picking apart every little thing that has taken place with Lamar Jackson, and it's a damn shame. When people want to go out and start questioning somebody because of their injuries, because of their contract, this man has given a whole lot to the organization, so much so that I don't think he quit. We're going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. It's about the Dallas Cowboys and what the hell happens with Tom Brady next. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.